Hey, y'all. All right, so I just want to do my first uh, festival review. I want to give a review of the Roots Picnic. I went to the Roots Picnic at the beginning of June in Philadelphia. Uh, I've been meaning to go the past couple years. Finally made my way to it. And, man, it was legendary. It was legendary. Uh, let's get into it. Roots Picnic 2023. This is Gravy with the Movies and Hip Hop Podcast. Basically, we're doing all things television, film, and hip-hop. But anything black culture content. Let's get into it. I have a lot of Philly friends. Uh, I really respect the people, respect the culture, the slang. The loyalty they have to the sports teams, the uh, black history there, um, the Muslim, black Muslim communities they have. Um, just have a lot of respect for Philly and Philadelphia in general. I just wanted this little tidbit. I arrived at the Airbnb, saw a girl with her weave half pulled off, running in socks down the street before lunging at Rock at a speeding SUV that's speeding away from her. Um, Right afterwards, she calmly walked by me and went to the Airbnb that I thought was mine for a second. Luckily, I double-checked the address and seen that mine was directly across the street. So that was my first, um, first like, real few minutes into Philly. <laughs> okay, so the night I arrived, I realized I was by, uh, I went to Larry's Cheese Steaks uh, around the corner from me. Had to grab a Philly cheese steak. Um, and it was disappointing. And I knew I was in the right place because as soon as I went in, there was Kobe pictures and posters everywhere. Um, and that's how I knew this was the right place. Uh, shout out Philly, showing Kobe love, always. Um, shout out to the Bean, RIP. Larry's Cheese Steaks, check it out. All right, so I walked to Fairmont Park, uh, where the Man Theater is uh, for the show from my Airbnb. And it wasn't bad too, man. I, just, I freaking love the East Coast because it's like parts of Philly where I was at, I think it was near like Lancaster area, reminding me of Maryland. I really love Maryland. How you could be in DC for, be, be in DC in 15 minutes and be in Maryland with, surrounded by trees and forestry in 15, 20 minutes. Um, Philly was kind of like that. It was a lot of forestry uh, type shit where I was at. But as soon as I got in there, man, just black people everywhere. Uh, it was a, definitely a more of an older crowd, uh, which is cool, man. Uh, a lot of aunties, uh, a lot of 40s, 50-year-old people, um, which was great. You know what I'm saying? You got the Isley Brothers there. You got Lauren Hill there. We got the Roots there, so it's going to bring in that crowd, and it was just great. It was great to see. It was, it was also a mixture of just, like, everything. It was a lot of young folk, you know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people there to see Glorilla. A lot of people there to see Lil Uzi. And it was just like a great mixture of just like young and old. But it was just good. There was more old folks. I feel like it was just more calm, more peace with that. You know what I mean? All right. Shout out to my homegirl, Johnny. Her and the homie June helped uh, design the Roots Picnic logo uh, and, and uh, creative direction for the picnic. Uh, two very artistic, very gifted people. So the first person I saw perform was this dude named Mike Phillips. I hadn't, I didn't know who Mike Phillips was, but um, he's a saxophone player with an adult band, uh, band. They did a lot of renditions of like some cool hip hop songs, some throwback. Um, they did a cool like that, uh, a diggable planets cool like that rendition. That was just, ooh. Again, uh, 
His band is great. Uh, they have like a go-go style, uh, freestyle um, narration, rap narration that I really liked a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, shout out Mike Phillips. That was that was a dope set. Yeah, shout out Uncle Waffles. I had never heard of them before uh, I came out there, but they did a nice little DJ set. Uh, I believe it's South African. Um, shout out my South African people. It was just a great performance. Really got the energy up. Um, and had me turned up for sure. Shout out Uncle Waffles. Um, Adam Blackstone was good. He came out with Mary Mary and Coco Jones. Uh, I'm not really familiar. I know who Mary Mary is. I love Mary Mary. Um, but a lot of people knew who Coco Jones was. That was my first time seeing Coco Jones. And ever, ever since uh, that show, I've seen her name like a different bunch of different places. Uh, I'm guessing she's like a, in gospel. Um, She's a dis okay. Coco Jones uh, started off as a Disney Channel star. Okay, so I've got some quick uh, Coco Jones tidbits. She was a great singer. Uh, the crowd really uh, liked her, and uh, the crowd knew who she was. You know what I mean? That's all that mattered. So I made my way to the Amphitheater because I had to go see. I had to go get my go-go on. I lived. I lived in D.C. for five years. So I gained a, a real love and respect for go-go music. And they had two of the legendary go-go uh, bands. They had Rare Essence and Backyard Band. And when, when I tell you DC folk go up for their go-go music. That's they one! That's they one! The crowd was dumb lit. Dumb lit. Um, go to our YouTube and you can see some of our videos uh, from the uh, Roots Picnic. Man, the people just turn up for it. They dance, they sing, they... They chant, and it's just it's just a beautiful, almost church-like experience at a go-go performance, you know? And shout-out to the Amphitheater. Um, I actually met the bodyguard of the dude who created that, uh, the Man Theater. He said there's only two, pl I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's true, but it's hearsay, but I, you know, I had a nice conversation with the guy and I believed him. He said there's only two places in the world with those type of acou acoustics. That theater in Philly and in Tel Aviv, because the guy who created it was an Israeli cat. So the music, the the sound of that freaking, of the instruments and the go-go music was just going up in the amphitheater. And I was just, you know, I was just sitting back roasting, steaming, you know what I'm saying? Just enjoying it, looking at the women. Yeah, lying. It was just great. Great time. Shout out go-go music. Shout out DC. Um, shout out Rare Essence and Backyard Band. It was a really honor to see you guys for sure. Now, it's going to sound blasphemy to some, but I miss the Isley Brothers to see Glorilla. This is a sick Negro. Roy Ayers was supposed to be there. Roy Ayers wasn't there. Maybe if Roy Ayers was there, I would have, you know what I mean? I would have made my way to the stage. I was dolo. I wasn't with a, a woman. So so I went to Glorilla and I turned up and that was the best decision of the day. When I tell you Glorilla sounds just like her songs on stage, it is crazy how good she sounds. And she was just like joking around, talking shit in between the songs, keeping the crowd lit. And like, she's just a great performer. Um, I love Glorilla, I've been a fan, but man, it was just an honor to see her, honor to watch her do her thing. I just love where women rap is right now. I feel like women rap is gonna be, you know, top of the game in 2025. I think just uh, women rap is gonna be the forefront of it all. Um, and then she brought out Krishan, a pregnant Krishan Rock. 
um, which uh, went viral. It was a big thing on social media. She did a song, uh, Got a Vibe, which is like, uh, get a new song, my nigga. Like, <laughs> Krishan's like the, the king of the ratchets right now. So her and Glorilla on the stage really was a, a special moment. Um, it was just great seeing uh, uh, women support women. Um, you know how that go. All right. Also saw Kendrick Family Soul on that uh, on that same stage, and it was great. Um, they're really known in Philly. They come from Philly. Um, it's like a a Philly family of uh, soul singers. Um, they have a couple. If you they have some hits from like the early two thousands. If you hear it, you'll be like, oh, I know that song. You know what I'm saying? It's that type of group. They 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 remind me of like. I feel like they would have been on tour with City High. Like, that's the type of music they do. You know what I'm saying? Really good stuff, though. And uh, the crowd loved it. Oh, tidbit. Black Thought came out during the Go-Go uh, set and just started freestyling. And I, I was rolling up. I wasn't even looking at the stage, but I was just bumping my head like, damn, this nigga going, whoever this is. You know what I mean? I'm hearing this nigga just, just rapping over the... Over the uh, over the uh, backyard band, and I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking, and I was, he was rapping over Rare Essence, and I'm thinking like, oh shit, this is them. I look up, it's Black Thought freestyling. I couldn't even get my phone out to like record in time, you know what I'm saying? But just like Black Thought freestyling over Go-Go, just like great moments, you know what I mean? Like to be there at the 50th, on the 50th birthday of, uh, of hip hop, and to experience those things was just incredible. Busta Rhymes was incredible. Busta Rhymes raised me, so seeing Busta Rhymes on stage is always gonna bring me joy. Him and Spliff Star, him and Spliff Star are just in sync. Spliff Star is up there being animated, doing what he do, an honor. Uh, Eve came on stage, the crowd turned up for Eve. You know, that's a Philly legend, that's a Philly great. Um, sometimes you forget how deep Eve's catalog is. She's got a lot of songs. She was pulling out shit that though. Ease that girl, la 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 la. Whole crowd turned up, and there was more for Eve later too. I'm gonna give the people that I wasn't really, eh, I wasn't really. The City Girls' performance was tridash. He ain't lying. Tridash. Oh my gosh, you can just tell they don't even believe the shit they rapping about no more. These are two kept women. You know what I'm saying? Like they be off in the cut being good girlfriends, doing whatever they do, but they don't believe none of the shit they used to rap about. And it's bad. The performances was bad. I really want to see the City Girls win musically, but I think they're just winning in so many ways outside of music that um, they don't really give a shit. You know what I mean? Um, but they look great, but it just didn't sound great. And it was just really boring. And I, I turned, I left the stage after. Shout out State Property. Um, they had a reunion. It was cool. I, it was just dope just seeing how everybody uh, came together. It's still sad hearing Benny Siegel's voice, you know what I'm saying? No, like he'll never be like the same Benny Siegel. But just seeing everybody together, seeing Pity Crack, seeing Freeway, uh, seeing Oskino. I fucking love Oskino. Uh, Oskino came out, did a couple songs. But it was just dope, man. State Property, man. I'm glad they appreciate it. Um, I want to see Philly turn up a little bit more for them, but you know how Philly dudes are, you know, they got to be cool and shit. They respect it. They just play cool. My uh, my Philly homies was turned up, though. They was up there uh, at the front getting pictures. 
All right, I'm talking about Usher. Usher came out the second night. Diddy was supposed to come out for Usher, but I guess Diddy canceled and Usher performed instead, which to me is an upgrade. I'm sorry. I love Diddy, but it's Usher. You know what I mean? And Usher did not disappoint. He played all the cuts. He played all the jams. And part of me feels like he was going a little bit at uh, at, at CB because the DJ kept going, this is the real king of R&B. This is the real king of R&B. He said that like three, four times. But shit, that nigga is the king. You know what I'm saying? Ever since, you know, you know who. We can't mention his name no more. It's gone. You know what I'm saying? And Chris Brown, to me, Chris Brown's always been a little bit overrated. He's a great performer, a great dancer, but his pin game is just, it's not it for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that song he got with Wizkid, I really feel like Wizkid should just kept kept that for himself. You know what I mean? Like Chris Brown's cool, but I really do. I, if I let you smoke, will you lose my lighter? Like get the fuck out of here, Chris Brown. This nigga don't be saying shit. But Usher killed it. He killed it, and then he incorporated like other people. He kept bringing on Black Thought, and Black Thought kept doing like some like. Uh, freestyle remixes to Usher songs that I never heard. I was like, what the fuck is this? But this shit hard. Uh, Black Thought is just super crisp. Like, man, just like a real MC. Super crisp, super precise on the mic. Um, Usher also brought out, Usher brought out Jasmine Sullivan. I got goosebumps at this part because he brought out um, E for the for her You Got Me part, you know? He started playing You Got Me, which is a, a root song. Uh, Black Thought is rapping on it. Then Eve comes out and raps her verse. Then he brings out Jasmine Sullivan. And she sings the freaking, the Jill Scott, uh, Erica Badu part. And I was just like, damn, this is fucking amazing. Put your hands together for Jasmine Sullivan, ladies and gentlemen. This is some real beautiful shit right now. And uh, yeah, Usher made me want to go. He made me want to see his, his Vegas performance for sure. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I've always been because you got to understand the Confessions album is the first R&B album I really listened to as a young boy. I was listening to rap. I was listening to hip hop. R&B here and there. But as an R&B album from front to back that Usher Confessions album was the, really the first one. So Usher is special to me, man. And man, I'm just glad he did great. And he just did incredible. And shout out Usher. Shout out Usher. Now, Lauren Hill performed the first day. Um, part of me feels like they're like, all right, we can't have her. We can't have her close out the fest because she might not come. And that was like a big chitter chatter amongst the people. Um, we were like, damn, Lauren Hill might not even come after um, Lil Uzi Vert. Um, shout out Lil Uzi Vert. Um, he had a good performance. It wasn't the greatest, but it was just dope. He performed um, He performed his song, I Just Wanna Rock. So Uzi came out, did what he needed to do, uh, played a couple songs, um, did his little shoulder, his shoulder shrug swag. But yeah, shout out Uzi. Uzi came out right before Lauren. Then when Lauren came out, change the game 
but yeah, so Lauren came out. Um, she was only 45 minutes uh, late. And I say only because a lot of us was thinking, damn, we might not even see her. You know what I mean? So her coming 45 minutes was like, yes, thank you, Queen. We appreciate you. And she came out. She did a couple of her songs. And it was just dope. It was just like you're kind of shocked at first because you're like, damn, I'm, I'm really watching Lauryn Hill like perform Miss Education on Lauryn Hill 25 years after the fact on the 50th anniversary of hip hop. That's how I was looking at it. I was looking at it like this is once in a lifetime. And she performed a couple of her songs and it was cool, man. It was just like, you know, you're just like, oh, yeah, this is Lauren. You know what I'm saying? This is Lauren. But then she brought out Wyclef. And I was shocked. I really didn't. Nobody really expected it. You know what I mean? She brought out Wyclef. And if you look at a lot of the videos, people, you know, a lot of people who weren't there, they're like, oh, she looked mad when they came out, blah, blah. She was turned when they came out. Her whole energy changed when they came out. And then Wyclef, Wyclef is such a performer, such a showman that it just brought a new energy to the show. Then Wyclef brought Praz out. And when I tell you Lauren Hill looks stunned, but like a great, happy, like, damn, I can't believe it. That's how I was thinking. Because you know what Praz has been going through. So this is probably the last time we're ever going to see Fuji's perform together. Understand that. And they turned up. They was jumping. They was running around. You could see Lauren, like, after the set, she looked back at her band. She low-key wanted to keep going. She didn't want to stop. She wanted to keep going. And just to see, like, I don't know. You saw something. You just saw something on the stage. You saw something, Lauren. You saw the, I don't know. You saw something so pure on that stage that day that I'll just never forget it. They calling it the best hip hop festival now. Um, I remember going to Rock the Bells. Rock the Bells was special. Um, but Rock the Bells didn't have this type of soul. You know what I'm saying? It just felt something special. It just felt, it was something different in the air that night. You know what I mean? You see Lauryn Hill. You see the Fugees. You see Black Thought. You see Backyard Band. You see Rare Essence. Man, I really wish Roy Ayers was there. Um... I didn't see Isley Brothers, but I chose Glorilla, and I felt like that was the right choice. I chose Glorilla and Krishan Rock over Isley Brothers. If I had a boot thing with, there with me, I would have went to the Isleys, you know what I mean? But I'm happy with my decision. Um, yeah, man, it was great. And just shout out uh, the Roots Festival. Uh, shout out Philadelphia, man. It was my first time there, and it was just great being there, man. So many black people. Um, if you go to the airport, they got a, uh, and they got a homage to their Philly soul all on the wall of records, Teddy Pendergrass. And it's just dope, man. I love seeing the black appreciation, man. Uh, certain stuff you can't get out in L.A. But yeah, man, shout out the Roots Festival. It was just special uh, seeing Lauryn Hill, the Fugees, Usher, Uzi, Black Thought, Eve, Busta, Backyard Band, Glorilla, all on the same stage. Um, a really great hip-hop festival. And that's uh, Roots Picnic Review 2023 Movies and Hip-Hop Podcast.